The TK Kirkland Show. Yeah. Like how to treat a woman, take care of your kids, gotta take responsibility for what you did. I do it to inspire, take your mind a little higher, like her name on the degree, not her name on the flyer. Yeah, boss moves, we just doing what a boss do, we all now and we off you, it's true. The TK Kirkland Show. What up fam? What's going on with you? Traveling the world and all that good shit, T to the motherfucking K, what's going on guys? Chillin', chillin', man. I love the audience, your whole name. My name's True Samsonin. True Samsonin. True Samsonin. You know, the word Samsonin, the name Samsonin means son of faith. Son of faith <laughs> or son of God or son of religion. All those words are interchangeable for Okay, so I'm going to tell my audience what's going on. So everybody that's listening, I'm in Atlanta on some business, putting some shows together, some other things, and I met this t-shirt store because a gentleman wanted me to uh, wear his t-shirts i'm in there and this young kid comes in with just twenty dollars he uh and how did you get that twenty dollars again what you had to do for it they was doing some research out here in atlanta for a strep throat and uh they was paying twenty dollars for everybody that participated in it and i stood in the line for three hours and i got that twenty dollars and then i he got twenty dollars ladies and gentlemen because he believed in this shirt that he wanted he wanted to purchase a shirt the shirt was twenty dollars but he's, he's in the store with me and this gentleman is homeless everybody so that you know he's sleeping everywhere through atlanta young kid uh could be a model in great shape one percent body fat and all, all this bullshit so i i enjoy we got to chopping it up talking I enjoyed him so much that I had to put him on this show because I thought his spirit and his energy was phenomenal based on his circumstances. And here we are. So um, I just shoot the breeze. I just talk and we let stuff so I don't ask questions like interviewers or anything like that. I just, you know, I might take a phone out for a second, go get something to drink, come back. Like I keep it natural. And real, that's the way I move. So now, have you made any progress since last time I seen you? What have you been doing? Oh, man, i just been making connections. Now, I had this uh, show recently come up, but some things that fell through, so they wound up giving me some general tickets, and I went and did some networking there. And I was like, man, I deserve to be on this stage. There was no competition there at all, you know, a grand prize of $50,000, and I, I didn't understand why it didn't work out. But I, I, I've been doing that. I got another show set up on the 7th of October. Mm-hmm. But uh, I met Matt Jovi, Bon Jovi's brother, and I, I designed a shirt for Bon Jovi, and I sent it to Matt uh, this morning. And uh, he asked me to send him over ideas and stuff and just talk back and forth with him and to stay in touch with him. So he, he took my number, and then he gave me his. I, that was a big connection for me because I spent about an hour and 30 minutes with him, and I met him by mistake. 
you know. Okay, right. I've been doing that, and then also just kind of, you know, developing my curriculum, you know, and all the other stuff that I got going on. I'm writing a second book and stuff. Right. So, ladies and gentlemen, also, this guy is a great speaker. So, on October, you're going to be speaking where? No, October the 7th, I got a show. Now, I got a speaking engagement coming up at uh, – at a Boys and Girls Club here in Bankhead, one in Charlotte, uh, very soon. But I don't want to give the dates on that. I, I'd have to uh, post that on my social media, which I'll right. Uh, and tell the people your social media as well while we on it. The best way to get a hold of me is on Instagram. My Instagram page is Gotivation Innovations. That's Gotivation G O D I V A T I O N underscore Innovations. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Now, what do you normally what do you normally speak about? Like, what like, when at your things? What do you what do you talk about the most? I talk about becoming conscious of your behaviors in life, reconditioning those behaviors to get the ones that you want, and just social change. Uh, one of the main things that when I'm speaking to a young crowd of men, I, I talk about sex specifically about the three positive consequences of it being pleasure, the reproduction of children, and emotional bonding. And when we was coming up, you know, we were short as we didn't really have no guidance. So we just, we chased the pleasure. We disregarded that we was, uh, you know, engaging in those activities with people who we didn't have any intention on being in a committed relationship with. So we hurt a lot of people. That breaks down the fabric of life for all and families and stuff. And then, uh, we we had children at a time where we was ill prepared mentally, financially, emotionally, and that just breaks down life too. So that's one of the mm-hmm. things I talk about is is putting people on a strong foundation so that they won't chase the pleasure before the other things. And I feel like if you put kids on that foundation, they'll follow it. But it's got to right. be from the from the youth up. So that's a now message that's very important to me. Are you being so intelligent, doing your thing? How did you end up homeless? Like, how did this all come about? How long have you been homeless? It's been one year now. Uh, I'm a welder by trade. I went to school for that. And in Indiana, I was welding, and you know, I was living my life. I was married, and I got married, you know, young while my mind was young and, and, and also as a young man. And I didn't do it for all the right reasons, and we wound up splitting because of the difference in values. You know, some things you can't compromise about yourself, and we had a really hard time deciding on major decisions for our children that I felt like would affect their life overall. And so, you know, we split ways, and that changed my life a lot, you know. And I said, you know what, I got three children, all with with my ex-wife, and I said, you know what, I'm going to build a legacy. If she don't believe in me and the things that I'm capable of as a man, I'm a father, I'm more than a a person that provides a check all the time, even okay. though I know that finances is important. I said, I'm going to build a legacy for my kids. And I came out to Atlanta. I quit my job. I, I told my uh, landlord that I wanted to break the lease because I, during that time I found out that the government mandated the 40-hour work week during the Industrial Revolution. Now you got mothers and fathers going outside of the household. People can't be happy because they forced to work these 40-hour work, 40 work weeks with no happiness, and I wanted to see if I could escape it. So mm-hmm. I started an operation 
called Operation Escape Alcatraz. Alcatraz is symbolic of the 40-hour work week. And what is currently happening is I'm still in that operation. Little did I know, when I got here, I got into a shelter. I had a genius plans, and, and, and I started a petition while I was in that shelter because people came to me and said they was being mistreated. Mm-hmm. So the petition was the petition was called a petition for love. I asked that the staff would treat the people with respect, and the people, if they wanted to be respected, would treat the staff with mutual respect. When the staff saw that, they cussed me out and threw me out, and I've been sleeping under the bridge since. So and there's I, no I other shelters. There's no other shelters out there. Yeah. So they got okay. So I went to another one. They give you uh, 21 days. There's so many, but it was so many bed bugs and roaches. I kept going in and out. Then I was like, no, I'm just going to stay in here. But uh, one day I left uh, my mat out on the floor. Right. And when I came back, they was like, hey, man, you can't come back in here for uh, three or four, three to four days. And I was like, for what? They said, uh, because you can't leave the mat out on the floor. I said, but I didn't know that. Nobody told me. They said, unfortunately, there's no warning for it. So, I, so when I came, after the three, four days go over, I come back and... It was even worse in there with the bed bugs and the and the roaches and stuff. So I just like, well, I guess I'm just gonna sleep outside. So, you know, I just I find safer places, and I had to eventually just make a decision on my mind. Like mm-hmm. some of the stuff in those places becomes so mentally overwhelming that it literally is is better for you to be in your own space, even if that's outside. So it's right, create I agree. and innovate. Right. So is that bad in places like that? Like it's not really. Man, these people are doing horrible stuff. Man, they they using this money for something else. That's why they threw me out of that place. They said I was trying to destroy their establishment. I said, sir, I'm trying to bring about positive change, but it's so much money invested, man. They 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 got me out of the way, you know. But life take care of that stuff eventually, you know. That's a damn shame, yo. Yeah, we got to get the mayor of Atlanta involved. I think that she would really like to hear about this type of situation that's going on because no one has nobody um, speaking for them of the homeless in that situation. So people are being treated any kind of way. That's right, yeah. You know, and I tell these people all the time, I say, you know, I know y'all bring food. I know y'all bring socks. I said, but can y'all bring some people out here to assess the, 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 the mental state of people? Can we start there? This food and stuff is crippling people. It's, 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 you give a man food, clothes, and a shelter, he'll be as ignorant as a child because that's what you provide for a child. You assist a man uh, t- so that he can get, do for himself. But they, the nonprofits become so big, man, they eager to come out there and bring you stuff. And they don't care if you ever get out of that situation. So... But they never, they just always look at me crazy every every time I say that to one of these organizations out here. So I'm going to do something about it. I'm already currently working on it. Yeah, we got some connections. And once this gets on the air, I'm quite sure there will be a lot of people who would hit me up from Atlanta that will be looking for you so that we could try to help you out and and, and get you in a better situation. Because this is crazy because that money that they get, the hell is not supposed to be treating people bad. It's like being it's not like you're in jail. Yeah, I know. Look, when they threw me out, I went and petitioned several companies to do- to donate a hundred shower shoes a piece 
to 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 uh, all the way up to a thousand because they they were they didn't even have shower shoes, but everybody got Audis and BMWs and Mercedes shower shoes at wholesale, and this is what I told them: they cost cents. I don't wait, understand. Wait, even wait, people wait, in wait. prisons got shower people shoes. That's doing the people that own the shelters are driving Audis and Mercedes. The people working there, man, yeah, they driving all that stuff, and they got big big time sponsors. I don't understand how how this place. It's, I don't understand what's going on, man. And now, what's the name you of know? those places? Oh, uh, the Atlanta Mission Shepherding, and the other yeah, one's called the Atlanta one. Mission Atlanta Mission Re- Rescue Baptist. Okay, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna this is gonna start changing things right here because this is crazy. It, it 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 should be a place of comfort. A place that you get your head together, a place you can bring your family and make decisions on how to get the fuck out of there. It's a business. So, you know one... I was like, go ahead, listen. I I apologize. I was going to say one... I I got so uh, strained in my emotions. I was like, man, what can I do to help? So, uh, I cleaned the bridge every morning at about 6 o'clock. That's how I started off last year. Right. I made it it through the winter. That was the hardest time of my life. And. That's when I found out how strong I was. So I said, I'm going to teach the homeless how to write books, publish them, uh, advertise them, market them, and sell them, and link it to a PayPal account because I was seeing how they was being treated, even if they was nice to people. So I was like, but what, what was happening was life was consuming people so much that they, they, did, they wouldn't spend enough time with me to, to get their stuff done. You know, they would agree to it. And I was like, yo, I got to go up to help. I can't do it down here. You know, so I've just been using all my faculties, trying to trying everything I can to acquire uh, uh, some some wealth and, and and to get into a better position of influence. Right, right, right. Because that that's how the government also gets its people, and this is how the police gets past their shootings. Right, because people are so consumed with their own personal things that you can only protest, you can only preach so long and they know this that's how people get that's how these government agencies police get by because they know they're only going to march for so long they know they're only going to complain for so long until the next person but nobody's willing to crack nobody over their motherfucking heads that's right that's the problem you know ain't nobody willing to go crack nobody over head ain't nobody willing to die because we got iPhones now, you feel me? Got flat screen TVs. You know, we're doing better than our ancestors was doing. But then you had gentlemen like yourself and other people. And don't get me wrong, sometimes I don't pay attention to some people who are um, homeless because I feel yeah, like man. it's a con to a certain extent, right? It's, oh, it's man, right? I'll oh, tell you yeah. the story. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening, guy. No, no, no. I was just saying, you're definitely right about that. I, I learned that. I thought that everybody that was in a homeless state, it was unfortunate and a misfortune Till I met a whole lot of people that had, they, they was finessing like crazy. I was like, yo, okay, I'm a far more educated. I got zeal and wisdom, not just love. Yeah. Well, yeah, people yeah. definitely Because I remember one time I saw this lady, it was in L.A., I was staying at this hotel, so I'm pushing the bins, I'm coming around. And they was acting like their car was stall had the, end, the hood up and everything. <laughs> like, shit, it was funny, yo. I was like, oh, shit, you know, so I gave him, I gave him like $100. We missed. 
I get like a hundred dollars. I ain't watching the game, and um, the next next day I'm driving. The same motherfuckers is at the gas station with the hood up, trying to act like they don't go down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what's your, yo, you remember me, motherfuckers? And they like, what, what is this They motherfuckers packed that shit up and got out of there. And ever since then, it left a bad stigma yeah, yeah. in my head. So, no, it just educated you. Yeah, it's not everybody. I'm not sure everybody feels this way when you see homeless people. See, I use people in your situation to motivate me <laughs> to make sure that I don't get in that motherfucking situation and my kids don't get in that motherfucking situation. Like, when I see you, you are you guys are my motherfucking fire because I don't ever want to be like that. That's why in all my shows over the years, I teach young men and women to respect money. That when That's you right. get it, hold on to it. When you yeah, get it, yes, yeah, have a little, always pay yourself. Always say, I tell people to fly. They say, what do you mean by fly? I said, first, love yourself. That's I like that. I, I like that. I like that. I'm going to take that with me. That means for life. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I say that, whenever I say I'm going to take that with me, I mean I'm going to take that with me for life. Yeah, thank you, my man. And make sure the OGTK Kirkland told me. You got to fly. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I always say that. Fly. I love to get credit. Yeah, you got to fly. First, love yourself. And when you love yourself, here's the thing. Here's the real shit. If you would have loved yourself first, you wouldn't be in the situation that you're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right. Yourself. I was trying to save everybody. Exactly. I didn't know, though. I, I confess no, no, that I was jealous. The rookie mistake. Yeah. But that's uh, why I'm proud of myself. Selfish is great sometimes it's selfish. Because guess what? They don't end up in fucked up situations because, and you know this, man, don't nobody give a fuck. Uh, I learned that to this extent. No, Let me man. finish up to you. That's... When I met you, what did we go do? I paid for your shirts, and I right. took you to stores to get you hired while I was there, right or wrong. Right, right, true. I was I'm right there to get your job today. But don't nobody give a fuck, man. That's why when you get back on, you got to remember that you got to grind and fly. First, love yourself and take care of you before you can take care of anybody else. That's that's right, and that's, that's the one so thing important. that I learned. And yeah. I see you trying to help everybody. That's good, but not right now. Right, right. It's a time. That's what I was telling. I learned. Oh, I gotta go back. Oh, I thought when I gave all my stuff to the homeless and I got rid of those things that I was gonna be happy. But then I was, I had lack. But but I purchased some things that money couldn't through that lack and through this suffering. And I'm thankful for that. But I wouldn't advise a person to go the route that I went because it's been it's been really difficult. But life educating. And now I know. Like okay. Me, the best thing that I've been able to do for people is be an example to them. And I, that's, that's kind of cliche to me, but I realize that when I show people like how not to give up, when I show people like, yo, look what you can do if you trust, that's been the best way that I've actually been able to help as opposed to the efforts, my other efforts. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't have no drug problems or nothing, correct? Oh, no, uh-uh. 
And no, you're not you're not pedophile, you're not none of this crazy shit that got you in a situation like this. No, no, no. I started Operation. Operation Escape Alcatraz. And I, you know, like I said, I confess that I, I just want to, only reason I'm starting to interrupt, only reason I'm asking, because I want to make sure, you know, sometimes people have hidden things about them. And yeah. ever since back in the day when I put people on, it taught me a valuable lesson as I got older. I want to help people whose hearts are in the right place mm-hmm. and that when I leave this earth, right, that that person will take the gift that I've given them to put right. somebody else on. That's because right. some people blow up, right? Watch this. Some people blow up and then say, I don't want a motherfucking nothing. And one of my analogies I use is like, I have to always use common sense. And I tell people, okay, you say that. But we was in the streets, nigga. And I fronted you at the time at 20 keys. That's right. And I got mm-hmm. locked up. And I did five to seven years. When I get out, motherfucker, you, you owe me, man. Have my paper. <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. I just got done telling somebody that, TK. I was telling them, I was just telling them, that's why I said loyalty is worth a million dollars. You know, I told them, uh, if, you know, you hold your man's down, he get locked up. He gonna make sure, he gonna make sure you good while you're in there or whatever. You supposed to make sure he good. When he get out, he gonna make sure you good. That's the way that works. So for me, man, you know, I think in my earlier life, I, I, I made a lot of bad decisions. Mm-hmm. And, and those things, like, grew me up real fast as far as, like, building relationships with people and, and just trying to maintain them. So a few things are important to me. And one thing that's very important to me is all of my relationships are give-give relationships. Every relationship I form with people. And I tell them that as soon as I meet them. In fact, I mentioned that to you, but you probably don't remember. Mm-hmm. But not to say that I have a lot to offer yourself, but I, 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 I've developed a habit of living like that. I, I want people to benefit from my life and leverage themselves as far as as much as they can as, as right. far as what, in, in whatever way I'm able to help. I don't feel misused like that as long as you don't mistreat me or damage my reputation in any kind of way. Mm-hmm. And so I don't I don't want that. And I don't want that. I don't want to uh, to put that out there because it, it definitely comes back to. Now, how do you know when I met you? You had a phone. So now, what happened? You wasn't able to pay your phone bill. No, I couldn't pay the bill, and uh, I was like, man, I couldn't remember what date exactly it was going to be uh, cut off, and then I went and got an extension because I know you said, you know, you was going to call me, and I was like, man, just when TK said he was going to call me, my phone get cut off, but right, I told so myself, I, I was Instagram. like... Yeah, I was traveling, though, because I was supposed to be yeah, in yeah. London, but with my schedule, I had to push it back to de- December, and I was like, I'll reach out to him, we'll get together soon, because I-, I didn't know how far behind I was in personal stuff, you know, like I'm buying property and that took up a lot of my time. I'm doing so many other things that I wasn't uh, handling my business. So by the time I just really handled the last thing I had to do for me to make sure that I was straight to the beginning of the year was yesterday. Wow. Okay. Okay. Wow. That's good. That's how busy because I had to handle my business, you know, so I was like, damn. So I finally got done. I said, I got to give this brother a call because Monday I start promoting to my fans. I start promoting my single, Walking in the Rain, with me, Orange is Your And shout out to Lou Duval. With I, I ain't going back and forth with you niggas. I think that song has swept the country, and I think it's good. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. and I'm just laughing about how that nigga, um, his bounce game is hilarious. If you ever seen the yes. video? 
when this nigga starts dancing, his knees go so high. I'm like, what kind of springs this nigga got in his sneakers? But I ain't just, seen the video, man. I, I'm going to go watch it today. Go on his Instagram. Well, not the video. Go on his Instagram, and you'll see him dancing. Hilarious. Hilarious. Oh, I'm going to do that. And he got the dance thing going, where I got the grown-up thing going with my album. Well, you heard it, that Walking in the Rain. Yeah, hey, that drone. Yo, that's on. Yeah, that, that, I'll people, Yeah, and tell the people, explain to the people what you heard and describe it only way you could describe what I'm about to put out. I think that's interesting. Man, I, I, I was definitely impressed. I would have to say the, the things that come to mind is uh, culture changing, innovative, creative, and just it was real, real smooth and real cool. The vibes from it was it was it wasn't just a song. I would say that, man. It was right. it was an experience. Like, when I listened to it, with the beat and the words and the vibe, it created a whole experience. So it was a little different than just listening to some music. To a song. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah that's so important. I'd like to know. see more of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait for the video to come out because Exorcation is in it, Orange is we have a lot of different people in it, and when you, when I let you hear it, when we, we, and ladies and gentlemen, we have chopped it up about an hour before one of my shows out there in Atlanta. Is a, is a, he's a great young man, and I truly wish him the best. You know, so what me and you have to do is in life, there's a thing called you got to get lucky, right? Yeah. And give you a story. When I was getting my master's degree in California. I used to go to this barbershop called Terrell's, T-E-R-R-E-L-L, apostrophe S on La Brea and 64th Street. Went there for years. 20-something was, I had my first son. Um, the guy who cut my hair was named Lenny. And everybody, some of the top prosecutors went to this barbershop. But there was a young man when I was 20-something years old who was making his way to be getting super famous in the um, um, the criminal world, and it was the late great Johnny Cochran. Oh, okay. And me and Johnny Cochran was so close because I used to test my comedic skills in the barbershop. I used to like have people just in tears, like we would just just laugh and laugh and laugh. And I remember one day Johnny Cochran said that no one can make it unless someone else helps them. Mm. You understand? So in life, we got to hope for a little luck and a little blessing at the same time. And then say that putting yourself in position to be blessed. And this is one of them right here. Because right. the show and all the fans that I have, and then some of this is probably in the welding program out there, in Atlanta, Georgia. Somebody out there who owns a business in Atlanta, Georgia, my fans, that are going to hit me on this Instagram, and we're going to get you whatever you need. I know that's going to happen. And that's why we got to stay in touch. And let's put your Instagram out again and spell it slowly so if people can't reach me, they can reach you directly and say, hey, I heard you on the TK Kirkwood podcast. Where are you? I'm going to come get you, feed you, do X, Y, and Z, and 
it, 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 I know those type of people in Georgia, and that's what I'm saying. So let's do this Instagram thing one more time, how you can be uh, found and located. All right. My Instagram is Motivation Innovations. That's G-O-D-I-V-A-T-I-O-N underscore innovations. All right. Now, let me ask you a question. When it rains, you just go under a bridge? Where do you go? Uh, I sleep in the, the past couple of weeks. I've been sleeping in the porta potty. It's a clean one that I find. It's been a little crazy under the bridge. Sometimes you know it'd be a lot of stuff going under. So when I when I do that, I go in the porta potty, sleep in there. Sometimes when it rains, uh, yeah, the potty, you then you be sitting standing up like I sleep on. Yeah, I just sit down and I sleep. I sleep like leaning over to the side and stuff. I got so used to it that it don't bother me no more. Man, that's motherfucking crazy. Yeah, I learned, you know, I never thought I'd be able to do nothing like that. You know, you, 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 out here you can lose your dignity, but I walk with my head high and my chest out everything. You know, even, even after that, and I love, the greatest thing I learned in this is to not feel sorry for myself, man. Pity right. is a real thing, but I learned right. that, like, yo, even when I get, I'm depressed a lot, but I don't, I get back up though. I get back up and I'll be like, yo, let's go. Right. right. I, it was hard. You know how impossible. You know how long I've been trying to get to a phone just to talk to you today. Mm-hmm. When you told me give you a number, I didn't right. give up. That's why we talked. But I wanted to because people, even if you got something great about to happen to you, they won't. They won't help you. They won't help you. You know. But I said I, they don't owe me nothing. Right. I owe That's it true. to myself. That's true. And remember that to like, find a way. Mm-hmm, to find a way. That's right. That's one thing I learned how to do, TK, and I'm telling you the truth. I learned how to solve problems. I have had many problems, and I'm sure there's more difficulties ahead. But I learned to be a problem solver. And I, I, I got, I got, that's why I'm telling you about motivation. The word that I created is, that's what, that's what has carried me through these times. That, that's what made me go to sleep in that poor place and get up and be like, when I walk out of it, sometimes the construction workers is there, and they kind of look at me. I put my head up high, and I say, how y'all doing this morning? I wish y'all good health and prosperity, and I right. keep on moving. I and keep I on moving. And the party is there every night, every day? Yeah, yeah, because they're doing construction. And, and like, people don't know, people don't go over there because they're scared they might get locked up or something. So I go over there because be no, ain't nobody going to try to mess with me or nothing. Like that, you right. know and it's peaceful. Yeah, yeah, I meditate in there, man. I think it, it's got like uh, like holes at the top, like a vent. So you know, it actually throughout the night it gets a little cool in there, so it feels it feels kind of good. Yeah. So what about winter though? I can't be out here. I can't. I can't make another winter. I I I I did. I made one winter out here. That was like I said. That was the hardest time of my life. I, I won't be out here for the winter. I just had a lot. See, I've done a lot, but people have taken advantage of me, man. They told me, like, they're going to put my shirts up and then, like, you know, uh, try to get my desires and stuff. And then a lot of people just never call me back. Or I'll right. get them something, they'll never hit me back. They, How you taking from me, bro? I'm at the bottom of the bottom. Right. Y'all riding and this and that. And then, like, I wrote some curriculum. This organization going to say, we're your credentials, but can we keep this? Oh, we love this. Can we keep this? Oh, what about your credentials? Which one is it? Am I not qualified to write this stuff, or do you want to keep it? 
So a lot of I would have been one, but I ain't met nothing but snakes. Yep, they got this motherfucker. I would have been one. So I went to Indiana, slept outside, and, and, and I did get to sleep on a few couches for for some time. And I was, I, uh, but for the most part, I slept outside of there. And I got this company that uh, that said they wanted to uh, license to sell some of my clothes out there in return for trying to help me print some of them up. But uh, I, uh, that started falling through because the guy who had the connection with him. He didn't send me the number he's supposed to send me. Then somebody else didn't do something on their behalf. So I sent some stuff over to him again. I'm waiting to see what they're saying about that. But it's, that's been my hold up. It's been other people, not me. Hmm. I'm trying so to see. So you think that if you got shirts, you could sell those and make a Oh, profit? yeah. Yeah, I got people that want to buy stuff already. One of the I'm things that I'm call my T-shirt guy. So if I send you like a hundred shirts and you sell them like twenty dollars, that'll put two thousand dollars in your pocket. Yeah. Okay, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Fam, introduce yourself again. Not to my T-shirt guy, the gentleman from Atlanta. Oh, my name is True Shamsuddin. Okay, so fam, listen, this is my man True. I met him in Atlanta. Homeless dude, nice kid. I hear busting his ass doing his thing and he's homeless he's from indiana he spent one winter with no place to live right now he's sleeping in a porta potty at a construction site every night oh really yeah great innovative creative and he has the shirt some of the name of your t-shirts man the god kind say that again some of the god kind the God kind of stuff for me, yo. T-H-E-G-O-D and then K-I-N-D. I think T-K might be talking about my Gotivation t-shirt, so. Yeah, I'm, to go, I'm talking about your Gotivation t-shirt. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, okay, so go, uh, Gotivation is a word I created. Motivation is the desire to execute. Gotivation is the drive of a god or a goddess. It's the energy, the will to win again and again and again and to never give up. Okay, so, so now, because I always got to cut him off because he's has an extensive vocabulary, fam. So uh -huh. I'm stop there. So <laughs> what I want to do is I want you to create, I want you to make some T-shirts for me for him. Okay. All right? Yeah, now, God, listen to me, True. This is how, how you're going to make your money now. You listen to me very carefully. You're going to find an address that you know that you can be there on this particular day, and I'm going to show you a cold, smooth way to do it. Now, you close to I got one. Down in Atlanta, right? Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what I said. Let me tell you how to pull this off. You got an ID? Yeah, I got an ID. Okay. What you do is, we're going to send your shirts to the Ritz Carlton. Every time you run out, we're going to re-up. Okay. You're going to get an 800 number and make a reservation at the Ritz Carlton, right? Okay. You make the reservation, but when you come there, you go to concierge, oh, you have a package here for such and such. They say yes. You get the package, and you walk right out the door. There's no crime. They can't say nothing to you. It's yours. As long as you show your ID. Okay. All right? So, Fran, what I want to do, you got a piece of paper? Uh, I can get one. Okay. <laughs> you can go 
Uh, so you can type it in your phone. Take your head. Okay, Toot, spell it for him again real slow so he can really understand it because we don't want no mistakes. Uh, okay, it's G-O-D. Mm-hmm. I-V-A-T-I-O-N. I'm going to spell it again. So it's G-O-D-I-V-A-T-I-O-N. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Now, how do you want this true? Now, how do you want this search spelled? Do you want it big? Do you want it small letters? How do you want it? I want to, do you remember, or you didn't stay to see how the, the one I got, uh, that you paid for. I don't know if you got to see the lettering on it. No. But, uh, I wanted it to be fairly big, but not too big. And just going straight across, right? Yeah. Same, similar to how I guess we're going to do T, to the motherfucking K t-shirts, fam. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, just straight across. Now, tell the audience in my, on my Instagram around the world, Japan, Germany, UK, Africa, the name of our uh, T-shirt company. Uh, <laughs> you speaking to me? Yeah, motherfucker, you don't know what the T-shirt company? <laughs> what's, what's the name of the T-shirt company? It's your company. I'm just all oh. with you. <laughs> Purdy Direct. Purdy Direct. Purdy Direct. Say it again. That's pretty direct, like on the keyboard. You get the Q W E R T Y. That's on the straight uh, from the left to the right. On and it's called Purdy. Purdy. Q W E R T Y. One more time. Q W E R T Y. If you look on any uh, U.S. keyboard, it's yeah. always Purdy at the top to the left. It's always okay. Q-W-E-R-T-Y. So I'm, I'm part of something with a name like that. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> well, you can say you got there. So right now we're gonna take care of a brother in Atlanta who's sleeping in a porta potty, who's homeless. He could get these shirts off. Now here's the question, now fam. I'm true. When you I mean, get the shirts, where are you gonna store them at so you don't get robbed? Oh, uh. uh. I'll figure that out. I'm not going to lose no entire merchandise like that. Uh, I worked something out. I, I had a, a ministry with Planet Fitness a long time ago, and when I went in there recently, the uh, guy, he was like, here, let me give you your car. He was like, your, your account's way past overdue. He's like, but you can get back and forth to, in there with a with a car. And uh only reason I haven't visited one over here because it's far, but they got lockers, though. That's one option. If I could make a little bit of money when I first get them, I can go get a, like a little, you know what I'm saying, uh, sword, you know, little jump. If you put the lock on those, if you put the lock on those, I think after 24 hours of the night, they cut the locks off, so. At the gym, right. yes, all right, so that's probably not an option, but mm-hmm. I'll figure something, I'll figure something safe out, and, uh, I could actually start thinking on that today. Start thinking that on the day because I want to send you like, See, the way, because you're homeless, right? So we got to take that in consideration. We can't send you 100 because that will drag you over. You're not going to sell 100 in a day. You feel me? I can. But you're right, though, realistically. Realistically, yeah. I can. But uh, I might not be in the proper circumstances to do some stuff. You may not be in the proper circumstances to do it. So my thing is, I think we should send anywhere from 10, are we talking about 
twenty. That's two hundred dollars. And then you take. We'll send you. We'll send you twenty at first. But this is where you have to be clever. You got to take the money, pay for maybe a membership at a gym, so you could take showers and wash your ass every day. And what's right. so cool when you're a membership at the gym, you can stay in there all fucking day. You can sit in the right. lounge. You can watch TV. You can take a shower. You can lift weights. And you really got shelter for a day. Matter of fact, if you get a 24-hour shelter, you could work yeah. out on a motherfucking day and sleep on the fucking weights or sleep in the... I just thought about that. Mm-hmm. If I did. You sure could. That's definitely a plan, too. And you know what? Um, I got workout tank tops, too, that I have been designing. No, let's do so one thing at a time. Nope, 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 nope. Remember I told you? So I was just saying, being in that gym, being in the gym, it was eventually down the line, it would give me an opportunity to, to start moving in that direction, you know? No, 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 no. They're not going to let that happen. You Sometimes you can be so creative that you can treat yourself in the fucking foot. No. Let's just deal with... You get in the shirts and you stack it. And let me explain to you what I mean by stacking. You got to treat this like you hustling on the corner. And the shirt is your nickel bag. And you got to take that, do what you need to do, stack, then you can hit me up so you can re-up and we'll spend more so that you can re-up and you stack and you spend a little bit. Then eventually you'll start, ma- you'll start making a profit. Because right now, right now, us sending you the shirts, right? You're ahead of the game because you're not putting your money out. So from day one, you win it. And you're not asking nobody for help. You ain't asking nobody to kiss your ass. It's just from the goodness of me and my man who's going to take care of it. Okay. All right? But that's how you have to think. This is your hustle. This is your, you got to treat this like drugs. Yep. That's the way you got to move. If you think like that, you could get on your feet. It may not be a million dollars a week or whatever, but eventually 200 adds up to 1,000, and 1,000 ends up to 10,000. It's how disciplined you are. And like I said, don't sell the shirts in the, the gym. In the general, oh, yeah. Don't do that. Later, don't, don't later, later down the line. Yeah, don't bring no attention to you. What you want to do is pay your gym membership. Okay. So you have later a place down. to stay and be warm during the winter. And make sure it's a 24-hour spot. That way you can go and take a shower. They give you a towel. You buy yourself some fresh toiletries, toothpaste, brush, and all that kind of stuff, and look presentable. Don't bring nobody in there with you. You got to roll dolo. Yep. You got can't bring no attention to you, and you can't tell people you're homeless. Okay. But don't remember. Don't nobody give a fuck, yo. We live in a world that don't nobody give a fuck, and that's just hey, real. You know, as long as you're taking care of your hygiene, they're going to want to buy it from you anyway. So, you know what I mean? You know, right. 
looking messed yeah, up. I, they're gonna be like, they're gonna look at it like, you know, maybe you stole the shirts or like whatever. You know what I mean? No, no, I'm, I can't, I can't, I can't walk out the house looking any kind of way. And I, I go get my hair cut at the barber college every Sunday. Uh, that's how, I, that's how I, they do it for free every Sunday at from like two to six. So that's how okay. I keep my hair. Yeah, so it's just a grind, but this builds character, it builds strength, and remember what I told you, F, you got to fly. Remember that word. You got to fly. First, love yourself. Ooh, yeah, like I'm not going to forget that. I'm not going to forget that. I had to make that make a t-shirt out of that. You got it. Yeah, you got to fly, yo. You got to fly. So that's what you have to do. And you do that, you will win. If you listen to what I'm telling you, you will win. I got I got lists of people that I've made fucking rich and famous. If okay. they listen to me to the tape. Hey, TK, I'm going to tell you something, man. You know, uh, out of all the people I've met, and I've met some great people, but even some very famous people, you know, like yourself, but you was, uh, I got the best vibes from you. Before you ever said anything, and uh, and I, I'm appreciative of that, man. You welcome, family. I'm I'm glad that you out here uh, making a difference in people's lives. Yeah, thank you, fam. Like you like you told me, your brother had listened to my show. Yeah, oh, yeah, he was real impressed, man. And I started listening to it. I was like, yo, you got you got something. I don't even know if you realize how good your show actually is, man. But you got something that I I know is going to continue to grow for you. Yes, you know, and, it, and it just comes from the heart. Even though I get mad at my listeners, the, the men, the dumb mistakes they make, and, and all this kind of shit, because of ass. Everybody I talk to got fucked up because of pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, that's the thing. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, everybody life is fucked up because of ass, yo. Ass. <laughs> like this thing got to stop. <laughs> Niggas want to chase ass and and dig a bitch down, get her pregnant, and then all hell breaks loose. Do you know most people's lives would be better if they didn't get into a relationship? Yeah, oh man, but we think that that's that's only one school of thought. We think relationships is the end all be all. But a man got to tame his tongue and his penis if he want to make it through life. You damn right. Yo, everybody's fucking problem. If you don't believe me, every Monday, go downtown to child support court. Go down, <laughs> go to court, and see how many motherfuckers in the domestic violence. Go to the jail and ask the motherfuckers the percentage of domestic violence of people locked the fuck up. It's insane. Hey, I got five kids. <laughs> God bless you. Who said that? <laughs> I never had child support, though. Well, thank God. I, I never had child support. I got three different baby mothers and five kids. Yeah, and see, and and, and here's the thing about us as children. Sometimes you get lucky with what you are. Uh-huh. Sometimes you got to go through the struggle, which you get, you get over it. And sometimes, like my man, he ends up homeless because he didn't fly. He thought about his family first, and he was he was young, that with a woman who really didn't have the same direction that he had, and this is a choice that he made, and this is where he is. 
So, yeah, we could go out and give a nigga. I told him that, you know, you could go out here. I could drop the nigga 10000 but that ain't going to do nothing. That'll be gone. Yep. Well, if we send him these T-shirts. Exactly. He'll he, he, he work it. He'll work it. You work it, and it builds character, and you and you respect the dollar. Yeah, pretty much. Motherfuckers yeah. don't respect money, fam. This is all you need is them shirts, and them shirts will put your ass. You you have your own business. You ain't gotta ask nobody for shit. And when you get when you almost out, you hit us up, and we're gonna send more. Okay, okay, better to better to. TK, thank you so much. Very, I'm very appreciative, and uh, it's, it's so dope to, to uh, be on the show. Thank you, family. We wish you the best to the fans around the world, to my man Easy Day Printing, to the, the T to the motherfucking K show, the TK Kirk show, to everybody listening. Please support the homeless when you feel it organically. If you feel a motherfucker trying to get over, fuck them. If you run into somebody like my people um, here, please try to help out. And at the same time, pre-order the hottest hip-hop comedy album coming out. Trust me, for Gangsta Conversation, October 26th, it'll drop. And this to me on The Breakfast Club um, that same day. Just follow me on my Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. So you can find out my show date on that. To everybody listening, to my crew, Easy J, to my man True, may your pain be champagne. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.